0: All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So for today's topic. Yes. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> so, we are looking at a time in history like never before. And we've had so much to reflect on, you know? And and maybe so much is an understatement. <laughs> we've been forced almost to double down on our new year's resolutions of weight loss, relationships, money, you know, those career goals, those personal goals. Uh maybe relationships with self, maybe relationships with, you know, somebody that's long gone. Um and then of course, you know, coming back to weight loss, like how much weight did we gain in 2020? We've been sitting at home on the computer more. Uh, some of us don't even have badge access to our uh, our buildings and the places we <laughs> we used to go anymore because they just cut that off. Or you have to go through you know two or three screenings just to be able to leave the house and come to work. So 2020 really set us up to I want to say double down on what we value and and really look into a microscope. And what it is we've been worshiping, what it is we've been loving, what it is we hold near and dear, because if you have had to make budget cuts or cut some things out wholeheartedly because, you know, the money wasn't coming in or time just, you know, really wasn't working very well, the relationships weren't working very well, or you're just not as healthy as you wanted to be, you've had to really think things over again, haven't you? So that's why for this podcast, I want to start with just celebrating making it, you know, can we just celebrate making it? If you got to eat breakfast, lunch and dinner every day in 2020, you know, and your bills are paid and you didn't have to worry, can we just take a moment and celebrate? Like, yes, you might have the stress of your job. Yes, you might have the stress of your business. Yes, you might have the stress of, you know, children and having to do uh, at home and e-learning and all those things. Yes, you might have some stress, but you had the money in your pocket. Like, let's not forget, you weren't homeless. You weren't looking for a job. You have the money. You had the bread. So even if you hate your job, hate your boss, and hate where you're at, please just celebrate that you made it. And now you can take the opportunity to uh, uh, look through and look on other things because you're not having to spend that that three to six months job hunting, interviewing, and Zoom calling and, and having to be fake and phony and, and not lie to these people, but... You made it like that. It's something that Ice-T said one time. He's like, you you think that what you're trying to get after is this next level and you're sad and depressed about it. Like, I'm paraphrasing for him. (laughs) You think you're trying to get to this next level and there's somebody looking at you thinking, man, I wish I had what he had. Or I wish I had what she had. I would have it made in life. I would, you know, be, be... So much better off. And that's why you have to be careful asking what for what people have, you know, don't don't necessarily ask for what they have, because every gift has a balance. I'm not going to say curse, but you have to pay the cost. Like, like well, most people don't realize you have to pay the cost for a thing. It might be time. It might be money. It might be energy. You're going to have to pay the price for something. But while you're looking up at somebody saying, man, I wish I could marry a Kardashian or man, I wish I could marry this supermodel. You, you know, like think if you were Bobby Brown trying to marry Whitney Houston back in the day and and think about the cost you would have to pay. Ultimately, see her leave this the, the land of the living one day. I like, look at what he paid to, to have all the things that he had or Mike Tyson. Think about all the things that Mike Tyson had to endure just to be Mike Tyson. Most of you all don't know his backstory and all the things he had to suffer as a child, as a child. So just thinking, oh, I'm going to beat this man or rob him or take what he has or or have what this woman has, no matter how gorgeous of a Nubian queen, she looks, or if you see these supermodels, these Victoria uh secret supermodels, like th- that's a whole nother podcast. But I really wish women would just look at them for what they are. They're a wide receiver in the NFL. Wasting your life thinking you need to be exactly like them means that you need to understand exactly what they are and and, and what they have to suffer. So please don't go around chasing people's dreams, not understanding what they Had to pay for it. They might have to write a soul contract with God or the devil. I don't know. But you got to know what they paid to get that. You've got to do your work. So, can we just celebrate making it in 2020? Now, there is the other side. Let's flip to the other side. You got laid off from your job because you were in the travel industry or you were in the hotel industry. Or you were in an industry where now they've deemed it non-essential. So they shut you down. They see you as the virus. They see you as the carrier. They see you as the the host, which will make everybody more sick or damaged or hurt. That's hard. And if you were already in hard times and weren't really sure how you were going to get money and and, and get over and, and do well in life, you know, I really feel for you because no one can tell you, oh, it's going to be okay because you just watch the people on top panic. And, and not as a joke. I, I don't mean this as a joke, but a, as a black male, as a black male, one of the things that always, always kind of confused me was angry white people. So <laughs> like, what this whole country is yours. This whole, like the whole new wave of everything is yours. Like what are white people angry for? Like, Black people are the only ones, and I'm just saying this. This is very small minded African American concept, <laughs> but I'm like, we we just shook our chains off, you know. We're just uh, uh we're just finding out what it feels like to really own land and have wealth, um, because the the families and and free. Black uh, uh, people after 1865, they ran and scattered to do the best they could. You know, look up Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street, you know, 1920. Until that place was burned down in one of the worst terrorisms I've ever seen, this was where black people literally said, It's our world too. It's our land too. We're going to go out. And do an amazing thing. Like we're free now. They didn't know. That the powers that be. Were bitter. About losing all that money. And all that wealth. And all that ownership. This is all about money. This is what. Like you go after somebody's money. It's, it's a whole different battle. So. Slaves and black people. Were essentially. The arm. That kept money raking in. So those people <laughs> you know in a nutshell um they went out and did everything that they needed to do and they had what they they needed to have until ultimately like I said experiencing that horrible atrocity of of ra- of not just racism but terrorism that um should never be covered and should always be told and talked about so no our story in in the US is not without a lot of controversy um, as black people. But back to my point, um, it, it's always shocked me and kind of confused me. I'm like, well, why are white people mad? You know, there's you guys can just go sit down and have a meeting and it's OK. And they've tried to have those meetings. They're called Democrats and Republicans. And, <laughs> you know, we we see how that's going. It just, is just such a back and forth. And um, yeah, we don't have a third party. I actually had a, a military friend of mine who's been over in the Middle East, you know, explained to me that, you know, traveling the world and seeing um, different governments, it's shocking to come back home where we just have two major parties. Sure, we have a third party, but uh, this gentleman explained to me, he's like, I've seen places with over 50 political parties, you know? And like, you think our NFL teams, our NBA teams Those franchises, in a nutshell, do a lot. And whether you know it or not, there's some companies you can work for where they'll relocate you and pay for your home, pay for your house. And even our government, um, those guys get bread like they they have a lot. Like, I don't know why they necessarily need all the money that they, you know, need. Like uh, they have the resources to just buy some land and let people live there as a parsonage. I don't understand why they necessarily need an income and salary when they just they work for us. Like, let's just set them up well and make sure they have, you know, (laughs) it's kind of like when you're in college and you're a football player, a basketball player. Like, all you really need to do is eat and study. Like, that's that's really it. You're an athlete and a student. As long as you can be a great athlete and student, we've got all of our, you know, Things covered. Like you don't necessarily need $60,000, $70,000 and food and classes, you know, as an athlete, like as long as you have the essentials, like what more do you really need? <laughs> um, but yeah, if you've not had the resources that you need, and you're struggling like it's a friend of mine she's a flight attendant and she just had to sit at home with her daughters and figure out what am i going to do for a job you know and uh you know especially if you're a healthcare worker and these beds are feeling up filling up and now what we thought was a hoax is actually kind of hurting people and you know you're coming home panicked and mad and upset you know, I can't say really anything to make you feel better. If it's not financial, you know, it's viral. So whatever it is that these people are hurting in, I just wanted you all to know we should look after them and help, you know, help in some way. I, I don't care how you do it. it. It doesn't have to be a charity. It doesn't have to be an organization If you know that your family members that aren't good with money are struggling right now, you know, you might want to find a way to just at least sit down with them and do a financial plan, go through all the money, go through all the bills. Instead of just throwing money at the problem, you know, like, sure, if you've got rent and bills to pay, that is an immediate need because you don't want your family's lights cut off or your best friend's lights cut off, especially if they have children and kids or a baby. You know, you don't want their resources to run low, but if they've constantly had money issues, constantly have money problems, it might not be a bad idea to, you know, do a little, uh, budgeting or wealth planning class with them just to sit down. So they understand the essentials, you know, like we're in a very emotional time and that's what a lot of people that are emotional won't recover from is their own emotions So that's why, you know, if you've been given the advice from your best friends or family members to pray, to meditate, make sure you do a a nice little workout or take some time to go outside and and disconnect from your phone. This is why Um, people are continuously being ravaged by their emotions. And I hate to say it. A lot of people will never get control of them. And the people who have done the work and have built internally, they're going to shine through. They're going to make it through this moment. And do well. And, and that's the scary part is when you look back and see that you've distanced yourself and 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 done things that a lot of people haven't to just be smart. It's kind of scary because you, you got to look at your before and after and you're like, wow. I really made a change. I really did something great. I really did something different. So on that note. We just need to say thank you for what we have. And those people that are hurting and do need help, find a way to help them in any way, you know? If it's not teaching them the tools that will change their life forever financially, like, let's just stay financial. Yeah, sure, you can teach somebody a meal plan. Sure, you can, you know, sit down and pray with somebody or teach them these meditation techniques. Or, or teach them you know, a better training uh, option, You know how to heal or recover. Give them some black seed oil, <laughs> some sea moss, whatever it is that you're giving them. You can give them these things. But let's just stick with money because that's the thing that people are going to run out of. You got a lot of time. You're going to have time even in the, in the afterlife. You're going to run out of money. That's what is going to run out. So, you know. Also, let's look at politics. The more they change, the more they stay the same. These are just people, like in essence, it's just people taking their ideas, their thoughts, and their expectations and slamming it, uh, like, slamming it into an area where we can access it and try to do better. That's it. That's all we're doing is planning, strategizing, and setting an expectation. And the more they change, the more they stay the same. So then it turns into, what can I do for me? What can I do that's best for me? You know, put your best foot forward. And, and, you know, the the big tone of 2020, and and pardon my French, I'm just going to say this, was, man, after this ass whooping, I finally put my closing argument out front. Now, I, for one, I thought this was really confusing I saw a lot of Trump flags, but the people that were saying they were Christian did not put out any type of memorabilia or messaging or Facebook post with scriptures of the Bible saying this is why they are saying or doing what they're doing with scriptures and passages from the Bible saying that this is why I believe what I believe. Um, Because after you put down that one scripture, then you're going to have to explain the chapter And then after you explain the chapter, you're going to have to, you know, explain the book. And not a lot of people were ready to go there. So that was a little confusing to me, you know? And it was, it was almost like I watched a lot of churches fail, but then get in the argument for masks and vaccines. And this whole time I was thinking, you guys are backwards, man. Like, if, if you're going to get coronavirus as a Christian, the number one place you should get it is at a church. That's faith. Because if you were healed, <laughs> like think about this, though. If you were healed, let's look at how God does things from a biblical standpoint. If you were healed after giving coronavirus at church faster than everyone else, wouldn't you be able to say. Look at my God, look at what my God does. And when I saw the couple of people that, you know, people were saying they were crazy because they went to church and they got coronavirus. I'm like, good. That's what you're supposed to be doing. You don't think uh, uh, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James and and Kobe uh, were searching for those rings and trying to do whatever it is they needed to do to get those rings. Hate whatever you want about them. But did they get those rings? That's what they're supposed to do. A running back is supposed to run up the field. A wide receiver is supposed to go wide or narrow and catch the ball down the field. A quarterback is supposed to quarterback. Serena is supposed to hit that top spin and knock that ball at your throat a million miles an hour. Like, that's one of my lifetime goals. I'd love to be able to play a game with her if I ever understood tennis. <laughs> it's just to see the greatness. Like, I'm a runner, I'm a track athlete, so I know what it feels like to run next to an Olympian. Like, it's it's very humbling. You almost, It's almost like running next to God. <laughs> but why not? Why not have the best healing? Why not have the best testimony? Why not have the best story? And that's where it kind of confused me with, you know, putting – your best foot first like why not have your closing argument as the first argument and then you know as i saw as i started to see the steam kind of lower after you know the election i saw people saying what's all about god it's all about the lord it's all about these blessings i'm like no if you're a steelers fan if you're a bulls fan if you're a texas longhorn fan I better see that logo flying from your house or on your T-shirts when you leave and go out in public. I better see some Jesus shirts. I better see some Steelers shirts, some Longhorn shorts. I, I better see that logo on you if that's what you really are. But something that's only temporary and just for four years or even eight years, if it's just four years, Why put up so much energy and act like your morals are behind that when you are going to live and die as this thing that you say you worship and are blessed by so much? That's not flying anywhere on your Facebook feed, your Instagram, anywhere. So that's why for me I got a little bit confused when I saw the, 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 praise the piety. Now, if you, Hey, Hey, hold up, hold up. Proud to be an American. (laughs) If you had the American flag on your truck, if you got the American flag flying outside of your house, if you got the American flag on your post, on your wall, and it's not just the 4th of July, good job to you. <laughs> you are really an American. Like, if you wave that flag every chance you get, you're the real American. So I can't say anything about that. If you're waving that flag and you're just doing a great job, I can't say anything about that. Great job. You, you have been solely supporting this thing wholeheartedly 100% the whole time. So whether it's a good or bad election for you, you've been waving that flag the whole way through. You've been that Steelers fan. You've been that Texas Longhorns fan. You've been that, uh, Hey, you like Jedi before, uh, the last three movies. You like Jedis after the last three movies, you've been waving a lightsaber this whole time. So it's just time to restore, you know, We've done so much in 2020. We've seen so much in 2020. we burned the fields. The land is barren. It is, it's time to plant some new, some new uh, seeds. Let's restore the ground. Let's get back to the ground and start working and, and healing it and blessing it as best as we can you know we've got to restore one another and work with one another and do our best because this 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 whole little karma cycle is coming and if you didn't know it was coming it's coming all the good that you planned on doing and all the good that you are doing is what's going to save you i'm not talking about just you know throwing a couple cents to africa and then akon going and and actually supplying power to the city. I'm talking about real true intention and power and change. And that's kind of another story that really blew me away is all this time they've been talking about feeding the kids in Africa. And then Akon, a entertainer goes over there and starts giving power and lights and water to a whole city. Um, I think it was like $600,000 American. Well, That's my question. What are you guys doing over there? You know, are you just taking the money and smiling at everybody or are you doing some actual change? And that's the thing. Look at your marriage. Look at your life. Look at your uh, relationships. I had a, a friend tell me in college one time that her mom and dad argued for five years, for five years. And they had done it for so long that one day they just finally laughed and made up. They made up and had a, another kid. <laughs> so is your making up, is your resolution, is your uh, uh, healing method finally bringing about the end of foolishness and the end of a waste of time to, to bring a brighter day and a better day? If it isn't, then, you know, we're just, we're just hoping, you know, we don't really have our roots down and and our foundation stable into what it is we should be doing. You know what I mean? So that whole karma is coming. If you've been slapping people in the back of the head, every time you get off the bus or every time you get off of a plane, all those 20 and 30 slaps are coming. Hey, if you were in first class and you tripped everybody as they went back, guess what? You got 32 trips coming. It's it's coming. I'm sorry. And that's why it's, it's always been my prayer, my mantra that I put out there. Let me deal with whatever it is that is wrong with me and that I've done wrong to people today so I can move on from it and live tomorrow. Like, let me get rid of that, get clean from it so that you know I can have a better day and a better time I don't want to be hung up with yesterday's nastiness, yesterday's bitter fruit. You know, what does that really profit? And especially to have your prophecy be everything that you keep complaining about. Like, just imagine somebody, well, you know, I, I always have bad tires and then they always have bad tires. Well, I just don't have good luck in relationships. And then they don't have good luck in relationships. Your mouth is literally speaking your life in front of you. You're just, I'm watching a trash man come down the street. They're taking the trash away for you. Why are you going back and talking about the trash? Let that go. That's sanitation. Hopefully you recycle. (laughs) Let's take care of this planet. Let's take care of this earth. But that's just the thing. Like, if you're speaking your own trash into the future when it's already in the past, the trash is in the past. Like, let's get to the good stuff. Sometimes you got to let karma work. You got a trash man coming to clean it up for you. The the karma team. (laughs) And you keep throwing it right back in the front. So the person that should be getting served. Is just. Like, oh, something told me to just leave them alone. But then, like, I just got this feeling like I just got to keep doing it, (laughs) you know? So, yeah, you you might be the reason why these people, I mean, aren't getting served. (laughs) You just need to go off and live your own life and do well and break free. You need to break free of that quicksand, of those shackles, of those things that are tying you down. You need to break free and run and get out. I don't want to say ASAP, but like if it's a job or a relationship where like it just makes no sense for you to be there, like you have other options, you have the Internet and you can literally move and change places. And like really like you're just sitting there and you're like, wow, I'm really keeping myself here. If you have those options, like you need to go. Like, no joke. You need to go. It's time for you to go. And it's hard for me to watch people stuck in a a situation or stuck with people or in a reality that doesn't suit them. And they're not getting anything out of it. They're just being used. And then they keep speaking that same lasso and rope around their neck to choke them. And that's what I'm saying. The person that should be getting the karma for hurting you is sitting thinking, you know what? I should let go of their neck. But something just tells me to just keep doing it. (laughs) And it's you. You keep saying, man, every time I try to break free, they just keep getting their hand around my neck. Every time I try to break. And you're like telling the the energies, the universe. You're even telling God that this is what you want. You got to be strong enough to say in your mind, Okay, all these messages, all this time, all these people are praying and trying to heal me and help me and give me love and life and liberty in the pursuit of happiness. And you know, that's what (laughs) that's why I say that's like proud to be an American. (laughs) It's like You've got to find a way to restore your pride. I don't mean foolish pride, ignorant pride. I just mean pride of having a good life and pride to have fun in life. You've got to restore that. And you're ultimately the only one that can make the decision to say, yes, I deserve this. Yes, I want this. And have that abundance. You've been reading about it and hearing about it all your life. So why shouldn't you have it? You're a good person. Have a good abundance. Have a have a great abundance, have a humble abundance, have an abundance. Just have it. Stop telling yourself you can't have it. You can. You deserve it. You're worth it. So be blessed in it. So, yeah, we just need to agree that we deserve these things. And no, we can't do it all. We can't have it all. That's why you call the police. Hey, I know their history. I know where they come from. I know what they do, especially the black people. I know that they kill white people more than they kill black people. I know this. The police do not have a clean record, but they do have some great people working for them. I have I have family and friends that work for the police. They're black, they're Latino, they're white. You know, I have been treated ill and bad by the police. Like, I get it. It's the real world. It's It's not fair. But, As first responders, we do need them. As first responders, they do help. Um, We need a massage. I need to go to the masseuse. I'm late on scheduling my appointment. Hey, you might need to go to Vegas. I got married in Vegas. We planned it. (laughs) You might need to go wild out, see some entertainment, have some fun. I'm terrified of gambling, but like everything else in Vegas is, is on for me. Everything else in Vegas is fun for me. I can eat, have a ball, have my stomach be bloated, have a couple shots and drink and just pass out in my bedroom (laughs) and try not to get in trouble, you know? You might need a little alcohol. You might need to have a drink. Have that glass of wine. Have that tall, cool beer. (laughs) Have that Budweiser. Have that Schlips. That Red Stripe. Hooray, beer. That's out oh, Jamaica. Oh, my God. That's the greatest beer I've ever had in my life, that Red Stripe. And there's some really good beers. at Line and Google's, you know, Bud Light, whatever. Whatever you want. Uh, Bush Light. Whatever you drink. You might need to have that beer. Just don't, don't overdo it, y'all. Like, don't overdo it. I wouldn't advise m- more than a couple of days a week, you know, please don't overdo it. I've seen... What happens to a man when he drinks too much and leaves his family behind? Skin turning green. You know, these people, we we need you in our lives. And I've seen a dad with alcohol drink so much that now you can't be around your family because you're gone. It's hard. Like, please be careful. You might need some porn. Hey, um, men, women, I'm here to tell you, like, Ladies, uh, we don't know. We're so external that we don't take the time to be cognitive and learn. And I believe this is why so many women find comfort as lesbian women in lesbian relationships. Because finally you have somebody that's willing to understand you cognitively and love you and be a part of you without just taking your body for what's on the outside. Ladies, men... You can do better. Like man, I'm let's just be honest. We can do better. You know the anatomy. There is no part of our anatomy that interfaces with what she really wants from you in that moment. Clitoris. Come on. Like you got to do work, okay? Like we're we're not built the same. We're two completely different worlds, but somehow through the beauty and greatness of life we interact and come together no pun intended. (laughs) We need laws. We need voting. We need various restaurants. If you don't have these various restaurants, it's boring. You don't know what I like to eat. Don't try to tell me. You don't know what movies I like. Don't try to tell me. You don't know what books I like. Don't try to tell me. You don't even know what shows I like. Don't try to tell me. You don't even know where I went on vacation. Well, you might know. (laughs) But hey, We've got to be able to live a life where we understand we are worth better and worth more, but we also need to help one another. And we also should be humbled enough to understand that we do have needs. We do have wants. We do have desires. And we should be fruitful and blessed and hopeful and powerful in 2021 because it's going to be powerful. It's going to be great. But in all these things, you need to be able to prove, prove prove what it is that you're trying to do. Stop talking about it. Stop saying it. Prove what it is you're trying to do in 2021. Stop arguing. Stop yelling. Let's sit down with one another and prove what it is we're trying to do. And when you see that you've come up short and you're not doing what it is you you, you want to be doing, that's the time where you can say, "You know what? I was wrong. I wasn't looking at it from your perspective." I was looking at it from this perspective, and this this is how I want to do better. I want to prove to not just you. I want to prove to myself that in 2021, I will be abundant. I will have the better weight loss. I will have better relationships, and I will, for myself, get that money. I'm going to save better. I'm going to invest better. I'm going to retire better. I'm going to vacation better. I'm going to level up all of these things financially by just being smarter. I'm going to prove that. All right, you all. I love you all. Hope you love me back. Have a great and powerful 2021. I can't believe we are here, but you're here. You're powerful. You made it. Be blessed, be wonderful, be great, and be inspired in this 2021. All right, y'all. I love you. Hope you love me back. Please love, like, and share all these messages. I'll see you soon.